The content of CPR Unplugged is designed for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as mental health treatment or medical or mental health advice. Details such as names and locations may have been changed to protect individual privacy. Hello and welcome to this special episode of CPR Unplugged. I'm Michael, your co-host along with Laura. Hey Laura, how's it going? Hey Michael, it's going well. Thank you for having me back today. Oh, you're welcome. So we are here trying to fill the shoes of our longtime host, Jess Cotter, who is leaving us. And we decided we wouldn't let her leave without her being put on the spotlight. <laughs> so, hey, Jess, welcome to your episode. Hey, yeah, it's uh, weird being in this seat. I think I prefer your seat better, Michael. <laughs> yeah, well, I prefer neither one. <laughs> <laughs> So Jess, we wanted to bring you in to go down memory lane, talk about some of the history of the podcast, which was created amongst other people by the three of us. And we also wanted to talk about all the exciting projects that you have going on as you move forward in your highly successful career. I think we started the podcast in what, uh, was it 2019, Laura? I think it was 2019. It was shortly before everything blew up as we knew it, and yes. we were in the midst mm -hmm. of of COVID and res and responding to to the pandemic, to the onset of the pandemic. Because I do remember all of our planning meetings, everything that went into it, and then poof, we were doing it from home. Yes, so mm -hmm. I, I think it was the summer of 2019 that we started having meetings and. We had quite a few, and they were quite fun, to be honest. Uh, we None of us were technical or that technical. We <laughs> None of us knew what the heck a podcast was or how to do one or how to edit one or how to do any of this. Yeah, we started from scratch. <laughs> and we had a ton of meetings just kind of to decide, you know, what are we going to talk about? How are we going to do this? Who's going to be the host? And, of course, I don't remember how that happened. Did you volunteer? Yes, or did we just do a few trials and you decided this was a good fit? I think I might have volunteered me on this. Well, <laughs> so I, first of all, it was right before COVID. Our, our timeline is correct because one of the first episodes that Jess and I co-hosted was on fear of the unknown. And we were all, you remember? We were all mm -hmm. trying to adjust and had no real idea of what kind of what was going on and what our futures would look like. And it was so bizarre. And we, we did a thing on the fear of the unknown and kind of how to manage that and how to walk through it. But I remember how we got to you as the host. And that was when we were talking as a, one of our original larger groups, planning groups. Um, we started talking about hosts and everyone looked at you and said, <laughs> you've got the voice, you've got like the savviness to piece that interview together to, to, we just knew it was you, even if you didn't know it was you yet. Yeah, no, that was, was news you. to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we knew there was never going to be, there was never going to be anybody else on the table at that point, just, it was, it had to be you. 
you just rocked it. How was it? How did it feel, Jess? Kind of, I, I know those first few episodes were probably more nerve-wracking. Oh my gosh. And we started with the owner of CPR. I mean, like, I was like, really? Is that really the first? <laughs> we're just, okay. Right. I forgot. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I tripped all over Tom's interview. I think we had to do multiple takes of different things and it was just kind of all over the place. I didn't know what to ask or how to, and then I was like, so in my head about it, he would say something and I would, I'd be like, what did he just say? I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what was really cool was uh, when we started interviewing people who wanted to share their stories, and that was so uh, relatable. It was so easy to connect with the different people we've had on the show throughout the last couple of years and hearing their stories, just some absolutely amazing and, and brave individuals to share what they'd been through and want to you know, be supportive of others that might be going through similar things. It's easy to get lost in that. It's easy to just kind of be present. And honestly, I just started asking questions based on curiosity. You know, what, what do I want to know more about? What do I think audience members would want to know more about? And as much as possible, not censoring myself in that, you know, if there was a question that maybe was a little touchy or something, I felt like, well, if it's on my mind, it's probably on someone else's mind too. So after that, I got into kind of a rhythm with it and it was, it was much easier. And I mean, honestly, the guests that we've had have been so amazing. I, my job was easy. <laughs> so I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. So from then to now, and I know that I'm, I'm very interested as are people who will listen to the podcast. I think we all want to know where you're going, like what's next mm -hmm. for, for Jess, but I'm really curious. And I think, I think listeners wonder too, what has this meant to you? What has this experience from ground up or ground zero all the way up to where we are now and you going away? I don't mean to sound like you're abandoning, but we don't want you to Putting go out to pasture. Yeah. We don't want you to go. Um, but to where you are now, what has this meant to you? What, what has this been for you? This podcast has been really fascinating. So I, uh, was a baby therapist at CPR. Uh, that's where I really started in that sort of clinical field. And there was a lot of, I think a lot of people do this when they first get into a career and they're really passionate about it. They kind of mimic their mentors and they don't really find themselves until a little later on, which I don't think is a bad thing, right? That's kind of how we learn different skills is by kind of mimicking other people. But the podcast was the first opportunity. It was the first project that I was really interested in and pursued on my own without being told by anyone like, hey, you should pursue this or, hey, this would be good for this other reason or whatever, right? And the group of people that came together was so dynamic and we all just clicked right away um, that it was incredibly easy to be myself. And actually, if you go to the CPR um, Unplugged website, there's a picture of me with a mohawk, I think, is <laughs> um, because I felt that was the first time in this professional career where I really felt like I came into my own and I could get back into my own sense of self, my own personality, which is something I had kind of shelved while I was figuring out my profession. 
So it was a really big launching point for me to be able to kind of reintegrate my own identity and then kind of go from there. That is amazing. And to answer the second part of the question, uh, what are you going to do? I know you have a lot of exciting projects going on. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah. So when I emailed you, Michael, to let you know that I was going to be leaving the podcast, that was something I deliberated about a lot, like for months before I even said anything about it to anybody, uh, because this podcast has been so meaningful and so enjoyable, but I do have these other projects I'm working on. So I started a private practice a couple of years ago, uh, and I specialize in working with veterans and first responders, which is a a population that I'm, you know, really familiar with my own personal background and also my family as well. So it was kind of uh, something that was very relatable, but also really, really close to my heart. And the more I started working with that population independently, the more I started getting into integrated therapies. That population specifically, sometimes it's it's really difficult to do the traditional like talk therapies, the somatic therapy where you're, um, you're kind of utilizing more body-based therapies like uh, therapeutic yoga, things like that. It tends to be more effective and more approachable than, you know, sitting on a couch and talking to someone. So as I started getting more and more into that, this plan kind of coalesced that I've held on to for years. Uh, for a really long time, I've wanted to create an integrated practice where there was a lot of supportive therapies as well. So I started getting into things like neurofeedback um, and even some of the more kind of esoteric things where there's still research ongoing, like ice baths. A lot of my uh, first responders, I now send to go do ice bath and sauna as part of their therapy. So we started to kind of plan, how can we bring this all in-house? How can we create an integrated approach where someone can show up and it's kind of a one-stop shop for these different types of therapies? And so it's still in the planning process. Um, I'm not even going to share the, the name of it or anything like that yet. I don't want to like curse it. I need to like knock out some wood <laughs> here. Um, but that's the idea is can we have a cooperative space where we're bringing together different um, providers, different therapeutic modalities, you know, an acupuncturist, a breathwork specialist, right, to teach breathing workshops, um, a mindfulness coach, um, a meditation instructor, yoga therapist, all of these types of therapies. And we're currently looking for a space just because the market's not great right now <laughs> for rentals. Um, but that's the plan is to kind of get all these people under one roof. And then eventually I'm also in the process of starting a, um, kind of a grant funded scholarship program so that first responders will be able to, I'm getting choked up. Um, I did not expect that. It's just something that's been like, so mm, it's been on my mind a lot. Uh, I want first responders to be able to come to this place and get services for free, basically. Uh, so yeah, that's, the direction I'm headed and the reason I had to step back. Yeah. The reason I had to, and I had a lot of different passion projects in my life that I, you know, I'm one of those people where I, I have more pots on the stove than there are burners. And uh, at one point I had to be like, okay, I got to start, you know, <laughs> removing some of those things. Cause I just couldn't put the, um, the time, the attention, the, the effort that they deserve 
And that's what happened with the podcast too. We started to kind of ramp up and talk about what the podcast is going to look like in the future. And that was really exciting. But also um, I had to step back and be like, I don't think I can contribute to the podcast the way that it deserves. So, okay, what does it look like if I pass the torch? And that's kind of where, how we ended up where we are today. I was just thinking about everything that, that Jess just laid out and it, this is remarkable and it's amazing. And the world needs more Jesses to, to uh, focus on communities and populations and, and people who, who need some support and need some help. And I love, I love your co-op I, idea. I love thinking that somebody could come into that setting and have all of that support just wrapped, you know, wrapped up by supportive people, um, supportive providers, and all of you can refer to each other. So it's like there's a, a central treatment plan, so to speak, with all these entities involved, um, and nobody has to drive to 40 locations to get these specific therapies. I think that is amazing. And I, I, your, your passion and your compassion and the, you, you choked up because it's so important to you. And that is one of the things that I love most about you. Um, the things that are important to you, they show up, um, you, you bring them with you and truth be told it's inspiring. So, you know, thank you you. for sharing, for sharing those things. And, and if I, if I may, thank you for everything that you brought to the podcast. Mm. It was, it was inspiring. It was inspiring to me as a, as a, a listener, as somebody interested in the podcast, as, as a human, I just found that the way that you spoke with people and the questions that you asked and the way that you, I don't know if led the interviews is the right vocabulary here, but the way that you just, um, what's the word, collaborated with Mm. people who were going to tell a story was just very moving and I loved it. And I love going back and listening to you. I've learned from you. Uh, I wish you weren't going, but I'm so glad you're going and doing those things that you just shared with us because that's just just amazing. It's powerful and important. So thank you. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate that so much. It's, and I'm not just being humble when I say this. I really do. Um, I think this show would absolutely not be what it was if it weren't for all the people that came forward to share their stories. So every single time we, you know, would complete an episode, I would always be like, that was awesome. Or that was amazing. (laughs) And I meant it every time. So uh, being a part of this project has been really humbling and just, uh, um, I'm glad that I was along for the, for the ride for sure. Well, I think you set the stage. I think you set the tone um, and you set a really good example for the rest of us oldies and the newbies that are joining us. Um, You gave us something to work from. And so we're going to be good because of that. So you definitely 
put forth that foundation for the rest of us to, to carry that torch. So again, it is thank a you. high bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. We are going to make you proud. We are going to make you proud. Oh yeah. I have no doubt about that. And I'm actually really excited to see what the new host does with it too, because there's, you know, there's a, I don't know, a um, style that different people bring to it. So I'm super excited to continue listening on the other side. Yeah. And we'll try to make you proud. <laughs> and like Laura said, it, you definitely did set a high bar and your interviews were amazing as the one that edits <clears throat> most of them. I, you know, I would listen to it live because I'm also uh, there during the recording, but then I would listen at edit and I don't know, it, it, it's always enjoyable and it's always kind of, you know, even though it's a job, it's an enjoyable kind of side job. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I love it. So yeah, is there anything else? I, I had a few follow-up questions uh, about your project, actually. Uh, so do you already have all these people lined up or are you just looking for a place and this is going to happen shortly? Uh, is that what I'm hearing, that you're almost there? Yeah, we're almost there. So this is, gosh, this is about a year and a half in the making. Um, we've been kind of gathering different people we really wanted to partner with people who are former first responders or veterans themselves, or just really familiar with the population in some way or another, and uh, kind of been working already as a network, just kind of like Laura said, we're all dispersed, you know, so there are certain people, some of those gaps still need to be filled. Some people we have not quite found yet for certain things. Um, like if anyone knows an acupuncturist out there who loves working first responders, <laughs> let me know. Um, but yeah, we do have um, another yoga instructor and we do have other therapists who are interested. And this by no means, I'm not um, reinventing the wheel here. I mean, there are already a couple of really good integrative practices that are building a similar model in the Valley and also nationwide. So this is definitely not something that I like, you know, came up with completely on my own. And there are other um, practitioners, not just, you know, mental health providers, but other practitioners and uh, breathwork specialists, you know, meditation teachers, people like that who are interested in this kind of work and working with this kind of population. So I've been really uh, blessed and grateful in that, that it's, it's almost like the right people at the right time in the right place. And we all just kind of clicked and came together. So luckily that's been a, a pretty seamless process. Great. We hope to see that come to fruition and we're excited to see where you go with it. The other thing that caught my attention too is that you mentioned the funding sources. Uh, you, you're hoping that you're able mm -hmm. to do this for free? Yeah, so uh, we're still working on that model. We know that it's also been done before, right? There are a few different really amazing foundations that already help to support and provide uh, counseling services and retreats and other services mm -hmm. for uh, veterans and first responders. So again, nothing new, nothing super innovative there. It's We're not just going to work with uh, solely that population. I do want the space that we're creating to be accessible to that population, if you will. So it's going to be a little more, um, we're hoping at least if we find the right space, you know, a little more modern and 
Um, I'm trying to stay away from the, not to, and this is not, <laughs> this is not to um, like upset anybody, you know, everyone has their own kind of style, but I just want people to come in from that community and feel like they can um, relate and connect. So it can't be too fluffy. Like it, it can't, you know, it, uh, we're probably going to stray a little bit away from the traditional kind of therapeutic setting and have a little more of like a modern industrial kind of, you know, almost like a merging of a, of a, like a gym space and a clinic and, you know, mm -hmm. um, so we're still working on all of that, but that's not to say that those services aren't going to be available for other people. Um, there are services that I'm actually going to be providing before we even find a space that will be open, you know, to the public, open to spouses, open to families of first responders and veterans. And um, we have a mindfulness workshop that is in the works right now. We're planning on launching that in March. Um, I am currently working on, and if you guys have never heard of this, look it up. I'm currently working on a curriculum for a rage yoga class. So it is like heavy metal music and <laughs> grunting and getting into it and just I yeah, love it. I, I love it. Um, it is all, it is not dainty and polite at all. And it is totally my thing. So that kind of stuff is just going to be available. People can um, pay a membership fee. You know, we're still, again, working on the membership structure and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving parts. And that way it'll kind of support these other programs. And eventually, yes, eventually we would love to partner with, you know, other organizations that already provide funding, but also having our own organization that we can do scholarships for, for people if they want to engage in certain therapies or go through certain programs that we're going to have. And, uh, you know, who knows, at the end of the day, this is all theoretical right now, you know, until we, you know, break ground and all that good stuff. But it's a lot of fun and interesting ideas that I'm really enjoying pursuing. So wherever it ends up, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be something good and, and fun to be a part of. Well, please put me on your mailing list for rage yes. yoga, because not only does the, does this appeal to the rocker in me, <laughs> um, the rocker side of me that never seems to go away. But the idea of rage and yoga in the same <laughs> sentence is so fabulous right now that I need to go to this yes. class. I love the idea of it um, very much, in fact, because I don't enjoy uh, traditional hot yoga. Uh, I'm more, I, I can do flow because it's a little bit louder. It's a little bit mm -hmm. poppier. There's more. A little noise it's it's noisier yeah. um and that's that's appealing so sign me up <laughs> for rage yoga please when that comes to fruition because um believe it or not i that's something i would attend and i think would be very good for me <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i will absolutely send you an invite i am super yep, excited about it i think it is a blast yeah yeah that sounds amazing michael i expect to see you i'll at be rage right yoga. there we I'll can be carpool right there next to you, Laura. <laughs> we can carpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you've always been an outside the box thinker, Jessica, and this really fits you and <laughs> who you are, which I think is going to make it successful um, because it's it's a great idea for one, and it you're the right person to do it. So, 
we're excited for you and we are sad we, we are, are sad you're leaving but we are really really happy for you so we just wish you the best luck i know you will stay in touch with us oh yeah and you're oh, yeah. welcome to come back at any time to either yes. tell us how things are going or if you want to host an episode it's always open for you if you miss the microphone <laughs> please <laughs> let us know just let us know and we're going to put you right back into into the seat yeah i'll definitely be back whether that's as a guest although i will say much more uncomfortable as a guest <laughs> Or a guest host every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be, I'll Perfect. be. We would, we would love that. All right. Thank you guys so We'd much. That, this Jess. was great. Thanks for stopping by today. We really appreciate and it. Thank you for everything you've done for us and to the listeners. Thank you for listening. Got questions or ideas for the podcast, or perhaps you have your own story to share. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at crisis prep and recovery.com or call 602-281-7795. You can also find us online at cprpodcast.podbean.com or wherever you prefer to find your podcasts. CPR Unplugged was produced by Crisis Preparation and Recovery, Inc. The intro and outro music was created by Rob Wilson. The CPR podcast team includes Tamara Lamontine, Ben Edwards, Laura Kaufman, Rob Wilson, and Michael Magarinos. Special thanks to Jason Spisak for technical support.